I'm sure if there was a baby inside my apartment, they would be super excited about all the construction going on out there. Yeah. I yeah. miss those days when Teddy would just want to look at fire trucks. and. Uh, I took know. Teddy for a walk once when he was really young. Uh, when you lived here in San Francisco still, he wasn't even a year old yet, I don't think. We saw like the bus um, and stuff? We saw a trash truck. And I thought that he would be excited by it. And he was at first, but then it started picking up the big trash cans. It got too real. And got really loud. And he immediately started crying. And he knew me, but he, you know, he was yeah, used yeah. to being with you or Beth. And so um, he started crying and it was hard to console him. And I had to rush him home. This is an all ages episode, which is possible. Right. He might listen to this episode. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we're airing him out now that he's afraid of garbage oh. trucks. When you were consoling him, did you make it a point to let him know that it's okay to cry? An emotion is totally natural yeah yeah i cry when i see garbage trucks sometimes too and like yeah. you know it's not like about trying to put on a front that garbage trucks aren't terrifying i cry almost every time i see a fire truck or a garbage truck well just out of admiration or what yeah yeah just, i wouldn't fear sometimes i'm scared well they're coming right at you you know if you're a fire yeah, yeah. yeah. or a trash can that or reminds trash, me I that i went on a walk in your neighborhood jake and i was amazed at the street treasures there's oh, really? a ninja blender wow. near your house was it new and intact? Usable? It was a box of kitchen appliances. And then further down the walk, there was a pristine massage table. And I wow. thought for a second, maybe that's my calling. Become massage. a massage therapist. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say become a scavenger of Jake's neighborhood. I, I thought you meant become go... a, something th discarded on the sidewalk. <laughs> I found a Gucci jacket in a tree in Jake's neighborhood. I found a copy of a science fiction novel that I read. It was on a bench in Jake's neighborhood. I found a toy chest, which I then, I was running at the time. I used to run. It's hard to believe this now. I used to run every day and I picked up the toy chest and ran with it. It probably looked like I was stealing from a child. The amount of things like you could get in that neighborhood because it's a scale of wealth that's unimaginable to me or to you or to Jake, you know? Now, we should say, um, if you're not an adult and you are finding something uh, on the street, uh, oh, maybe yeah, ask your you, parents uh, before you it's probably a razor blade or something, and you don't want to pick it up. Yeah. Check with your parents first, and then bring it home. Oh, yeah, so we should introduce ourselves, because this is an all-ages episode. So, yeah, let's start the podcast. Hello, and welcome to every... Dang-a-dang-dang thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil... And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to every d-nthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So don't put those dashes in. Anyways, every... no, no, no. I'm just telling oh, the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you wanted Type me to... Type in the name of the podcast. Yes, of course. So, Phil, we've been playing nicely together for a very long time. Once, while patiently waiting for it to be our turn in a game... If I recall correctly, we had a side bet going to see which of us could pay the most attention and follow the rules the best. That's right. It was a friendly wager, of course. Anyway, at one point, there's some confusion over the gameplay, so we opened the rule book, and inside we found a ranked list of everything. We memorized the list, of course, and as we finished, we realized it was my turn. No, no, it was my turn. As I reached for a card. No, my turn. I was supposed to go. And no, you were in charge of the rule book with the list of everything inside and you lost it and we both threw such a tantrum that we forgot what's on the list. We can now only access the list little bits at a time through an extremely scientific process that resembles talking. Through this process, with the help from our friends, guests, and listeners like you, we will gradually uncover the list of every ding-a-dong-ding -ding. thing. The list currently has 103 items with Dolly Parton at the top and QAnon at the bottom. The Jersey Shore and Crows are in the middle. That's where everything is on the list. If you want to uh, refer to the list, you can look, find it in the show notes. Uh, and we're joined today by our friend Jason, uh, Mr. Ding-a-dong-ding. It's yeah. me. And yeah, so this is a family-friendly episode. We will not be cursing. So we rank things one at a time. People write them in. And I was thinking we should get to some big topics. I was thinking I got right. some big topics on deck. 
like, like okay. love and hate and fear and doubt yeah yeah responsibility yeah. and shame but yeah those would be fun but we're not doing those right now i just was thinking not about right now it. no that's like the big project i'm working on for the show so today guys we're going to um rank some things in this family friendly episode let's start with the thing at the top of the submission queue this was submitted by christy J, and it's actually two things in the first segment we're going to rank two things uh the first of the two things is the board game sorry it's okay why are you sorry <laughs> no 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 the board game sorry, oh. sorry it's a board a, game it's as i understand sorry. it is a board game that's like a yeah. variant of the ancient game parcheesi except you play it with cards yeah. and our version of sorry that we have in my house for some reason the sorry cards got taken out or like we never got them or something so we were we tried to play okay. it and there was no sorry wow. it's really boring without those cards you just had to figure out why you were sorry yeah i gotta say I, of the trad like traditional board games that you can get like the basic, yeah. I don't know, let's say the top five most popular board games. I feel like yeah. this is maybe the best one. It's the one that's the most enjoyable to me. And you can make your own cards for it. Oh. You can just take a deck of cards and turn them into a sorry deck. Because most of the numbers just, you know, some of the ones have special meaning. So that's the next thing I want to do is like make a custom, I don't know what even. You can make mods for it. Yeah. It wouldn't be that hard to make cards that have new rules. So you start out, there's one to four players and they circle around the board, each in their little, yeah. so to go from their color-coded start to their color-coded finish. And it's overlapping yeah. routes so that the beginning of somebody's yeah. route is like in the middle of someone else's route. Or the end or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so you play with a lot of people and everybody is moving around. It's really, I don't know how to explain it. It's like viscerally exciting to land on the slide and yeah. to slide your piece. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. And, and a power move that like I like to do is you get the four, which lets you move backwards. So you come out yeah. the gate, you go backwards four, and then yeah. from there you can creep up. Instead yeah, of going but, all the way around, it saves you a lot of trouble. But you're not moving. Like You have to not move that guy in order to get to the... Yeah. To continue it's a thinking on, man's um, move. It's like yeah. deep strategy. Like if you really want to yeah. win. But so to move your guy, you draw a card. There's no dice. You just draw a card. And the cards have a number 1 through 12 on it. And most of them, are, you're just you're moving one of your uh, guys forward that many. Guys. But some of them, guys. like... Sorry, I pieces yeah <laughs> yeah moving your pieces forward that many pardon me and, and you could but some of them like you can four. change places you could go backwards and there was one called the sorry piece which is like yeah i guess it's you're supposed to it's teaching kids that they can say sorry but like the, the way i ever always heard it growing up my sister would like would really gloat you know what i mean she'd be like sorry yeah. get it in your face and tell you that and i'd be like oh I'd get man mad, you know? i think she maybe learned that from the television she flicks the piece off the board sorry oh yeah she would do everything everything bad that like an older sister might do in terms of like uh, a playing a board game my sister would do she'd cheat pull yeah. the card she'd say she got a four but she got a five count it however she felt like because i was younger i was i'll be honest like a little dumber i was naive and gullible you know yeah. i was exactly the sort of person that would suffer from this sort of thing so you know? being the younger brother yeah. did you know at the time that your older sister was cheating yeah and did, but I didn't did know your older I sister know that you knew that they were cheating sometimes i didn't know she was cheating and when i did she would talk her way out of it or she would lose interest in playing if she couldn't cheat to win every bad every bad thing I, honestly i love my sister she's great as a kid she was difficult to play any kind of game so with. but the, what you're saying the, is don't play sorry friendly. with your sister i feel like this is family unfriendly i'm telling you about what like stuff my sister did yeah we should say that um older siblings um gloating <laughs> cheating uh, and such when there's younger siblings playing a game with them it's discouraged yeah yeah generally un unfavorable behavior but the thing about a sorry is i'll tell you what i like about the game of sorry to win you have to get all four pieces in there and yeah. even if your pieces are way back at the starting spot if you get that sorry card you could knock someone else out yeah yeah someone's way ahead almost into their home thing you pick the sorry card and you replace one of your tokens what do you call theirs with yours, pieces. your pieces but what's with cool theirs, they call yeah. men in the, in the thing so i mean maybe that was fine in the ancient rome days of pachisi but <laughs> 
It's from India, here, not Rome, but yeah. Here in 2021, yeah. we can call them figurines. I mean, figurines. they're pretty bottom heavy for figurines. It's just... I can relate to that then. I'm pretty <laughs> okay. bottom heavy. Okay, nice. So the thing about sorry is, though, you could go from rags to riches pretty easily. And and I really enjoy yeah. that. So you could yeah. be winning the no, whole you game do, you do have... and you're just waiting for the right piece to take you out, you know, but then so, you get the backwards yeah. and it knocks you backwards and you get out of the little victory zone. So are you saying it's... that sorry is teaching classism? No. Rags oh, to you riches? mean you think it teaches you that like if you don't win, it's your own fault for not working hard enough? No, because well, there is some strategy to it because you have to decide which piece you want to move and, you know, who you want the card to apply to, that kind of thing. But it makes for a more fun game. I'm not saying it makes for a better depiction of reality necessarily but like a game where if you're losing and then through a turnabout you can win or you can tighten the gap that's a better design there are mechanics yeah. built into the game the sorry card is one of them that takes that makes sure that the losing player can be the winning player right yeah but it doesn't happen necessarily all at once each player has four pieces yeah, yeah. that move along oh, so sure. unless you have three of your tokens in and your last token is almost but, there but like the built-in mechanism is the further ahead you are the fewer things will help you yeah so like the harder it is to get further ahead the you know the further ahead you are and the further behind you are if you're really far behind you can use sorry cards and they can propel you forward if you're stuck at the very beginning it's a pretty fun game and it goes pretty quickly you know also yeah. like a, a real young child can play it yeah yeah pretty young can i add that uh, the piece is called a pawn a pawn, and i yeah. would say that the like sorry pawn. game pawn is the american bottom heavy version of a chess piece pawn it does look a lot like when i think of it it's basically a pawn yeah, it looks kind of like a hershey's kiss but don't eat it you can um, play with hershey's one kiss. thing that, that i like about the game sorry because i'm still backed up from that time that i ate my sorry pawn <laughs> yeah don't... They're, they're wood pieces too we have the old one that's wood jason never ate a sorry pawn and we don't encourage anybody to do yeah, it. Yeah. He's just you he's just joking. Know it's just a fun also, joke, don't eat the die. Yeah, it's definitely not don't eat that. chocolate. Oh, you don't get a die in sorry. Um, it's cards. That's one of the cool things about sorry is that there is no dice in it, so there's fewer things to lose. Well, we're gonna get to it, but Which, there's another well, game that's similar that has similar. We'll get to that yep, later. That's true. So here's some things I like about sorry. I like that the name has an exclamation mark in it. But what if it was a question mark? That'd be good though. That would be confusing. When you hit it, you're supposed to say sorry. Sorry. Or the other thing is that the name of the I haven't played you this game. You think because it's since from since India was, and it's about the clothing from what India? about the no, Canadian version? That, no. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, the uh, sorry, kids. Canada is a country to the north, and they speak a little <laughs> bit differently there. Oh, also apologies to Christy J, who is Canadian. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, this game. sorry, I don't, Christy I, J. I, I doubt it's gonna hurt her feelings too much. I mean, I, I oh, maybe that's why she submitted it. Canadians love not only do they love to say sorry, but they also love to say. Was sorry. she asking about the game, uh, or was she just asking about the concept of apologizing? No, it was the okay. game specifically. Um, another cool thing about the game is that un unless you like really despise the people you're playing against, you end up saying sorry a lot. Oh, so it, to the it people you're playing you to with, apologize because you feel bad. It does. It teaches you to apologize and not to throw a fit, and it. Does teach you about turnabouts and stuff like that one thing i sh that i wanted to also note there apparently is an adult themed version that they came up with recently called sorry not sorry that's like the same game except for every so often there's like a card in it where you have to say have you ever done this or that and whether or not you have i don't know I, I understand that that's a phrase people th Kids, say sorry, i haven't not done sorry. this or I that you one of the cards asks like have you ever like snuck to the fridge and sneaked out a pint of ice cream and didn't tell your parents yeah. and then and you, you answer do that because yes i they... did that and they're like oh no you need to go back to space because that's but naughty they have to say are you yeah. sorry about it and then you say not sorry i'll tell you speaking of being sorry or not sorry or bad behavior for kids you know the game shoots and ladders you familiar with this game mm-hmm 
I went to this cafe. This is back when you could go to cafes. There's a cafe in San Mateo I used to go to with my son, and they had board games there. One of the games is shoots and ladders, and and shoots and ladders. Like one of the things the kid does that's bad is he reads comics. Like there are mm. good things you do that are good, and things you do that are bad. And the good things are like, oh, you help someone out, you clean up after yourself. And the bad things are like you, you know, you waste time, you whatever. You're not looking where you're going, or just things. That you are buried bad. your Star Wars figurines. Yeah. yeah. So you want to plant on the grow a Star Wars tree? That makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, but but one of them is reading comics, and I was like, I don't like this. It doesn't seem right to me. You know, this kid is like reading the comics, and he's punished for it. I, I didn't like that at no, all. Kids shouldn't be punished for reading also comics. The, um, also, shoots and ladders is a horrible game because you can't make any decision. I'm like, sorry, like you just like have a spinner and you just go a certain number of spaces and you can't ever decide if you want to change a direction. So it's about moral decision making. Yeah. But you can't actually make a decision. Everything is predestined. It's as if like you have no free will. That's not the, the whole point of it is like this boring education. Not to say that everything that's educational is boring, yeah. but it's like this boring educational game, which is didactic, meaning like the whole point of it is to preach to you about how you should act, but you don't get to make any choices. I think it's a good primer or primer how I do you never say that? how to say that so for what? kids it's a good like starting game just like Candyland is which is if you're an adult or even like a kid past practically any age I think Candyland is really boring but Candyland but is I think a cool these concept games are good. you're I like do, what if there was a land of candy cool, but, I do want to explain yeah. the word didactic to kids oh. out there it's intended to teach particularly in having moral instruction as an ulterior motive. Yeah, so like oh. now define you're, a kid, ulterior. You're, you're watching something and you're like, oh, this is really enjoyable. Wait a minute, what's going on? And all of a sudden it gets really didactic and they're telling you, yeah. uh, you shouldn't like put your finger in the light socket or you shouldn't uh, eat poison or whatever. Well, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to rank. So sorry. let's I rank think it. It's a let's good rank game. it. Yeah, it's been around for a long time. It's there's a new yeah, version like called Sorry Blast or something like that. Which I don't know about. Who that. Does it yeah, shoot out like the pawns like from a cannon? No, it's kind of like there's the other cards and they do things. Uh, so yeah, let's look at the list here. So is there anything on the list that is like a game? Let's the Truman see. Show. The Truman Show is like a game. So the Truman the Show. The Three is a Stooges movie. is kind of like a game. It's like they're playing a, a game with each other. We also have it's an amusement. Charmander. He's they are a Pokemon that yeah. started as a card game, um, maybe. I think it started as a video game, but it is a card game and a video game, and there's a Pokemon video game. So we all know, you guys know what we're talking about. Truman Show uh, is a movie at number 23. Uh, the Three Stooges, they're a comedy act at number 18. And Charmander, the fictional character, is at number 38 on the list. And I would put it above Charmander. I, I actually think, think the most dangerous game of them all is Capitalism at number yeah. 92. And, and, and also, really I think... Uh, the deadliest game, right? When you hunt human beings for sport. Can we talk You'll about that? You'll learn about that and probably Kids don't hunt other grade, human beings for sport, but human beings are on the, aren't on the list either, though. None of that stuff's on the list, Phil. Are there any animals like people kill ducks, for example, they hunt them, so those are game. So that's number 15. Okay, so would you put the game Sorry above ducks at number 15, Phil? I like to look at ducks, but I can't spend like a half an hour interacting with a duck. What? With my family. You can't? It'll quack at me. Ducks don't really enjoy my company. Do yourself a favor and look up the TikTok of the duck that drinks the slushies from Sonic. It's adorable. Oh, the strawberry <laughs> this, water. This I can get into. Looking at a TikTok is different than hanging out with the duck. And also, I would be hanging out um, with that make duck. Make sure you ask your parents could. before looking at TikTok. Oh, yeah. Uh, good call. So, yeah, ducks at number 15. Yeah. Do we like sorry more than ducks? I don't know. No. I don't think so. No, I'm just throwing it out there for comparison. Okay. It's a weird. Okay. I don't really know where to put it. Like, here's the, here's the thing. Yeah. The movie, The Truman Show, it, right. it takes two hours of my time, but I'm right. not going to want to watch the the Truman Show, you know, a w one week and then the next week. I could imagine playing a game of Sorry. It's not like chess. You can't play it for your whole life forever and devote your life to yeah. it. But yeah, it's a nice way to pass a few minutes of time. I do want to say, though, if you 
do decide to devote your life to sorry as one would do for chess, that is okay. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Me personally, I don't feel like there's that much depth. I mean, there's people who devote their whole lives to rock, paper, scissors, and they become experts at it. And honestly, it's really impressive because, yeah, but rock, paper, scissors, you'd think, how good can you possibly get at rock, paper, scissors? But it turns out you can win most of the time because you could just look at people and you know what they're thinking. So being that the rock. list just oh. never ends. Yeah, infinite. Infinite. I mean, right now there's only a hundred things that we've There we've are only a hundred and three yeah. items on the list but if we you know it goes right in capitalism as the scroll says right around that area capitalism is that number um, 93 93 and that's kind of a game i think that's pretty low for i mean i was looking closer to what we were looking at before uh maybe charmander which was number 38 i mean i don't like it maybe i don't like it as much well, as this game exists under capitalism well, even though it's based on something that comes with the public domain what's up with that like yeah. there's this game that Parker Brothers owns the rights to somehow, even, even though the game is based on a game that's 3,000 years old and is part of the cultural heritage of the human race as a whole, but somehow we have to buy it. That and then is, when I when yep. I lost the cards, I had to buy these new cards. So that was one problem with it. Well, I'm going to make my own cards next time. So, so, so let's okay, put it let's, with... I mean, there's Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey at 45. That's an amusement. And this is an amusement, you know? Yeah, I like it more than I like Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. You can probably fit okay. the board game in a Tommy Bahama shirt pocket. They're big. I don't know if you could. Okay. That, I think <laughs> what, that's, what kind of pockets do you think they have on these shirts? Maybe like uh, if you well, had a Tommy Bahama shirts, but... a, a raincoat. And the raincoat, you know how sometimes they have that giant pocket in the inside? You, you yeah. could put like a, a an 8x10 framed photo if you wanted. Mm, of share yeah or this is a family-friendly episode kids know so share. much attention span these kids can have so we got to move forward okay let's put it between bill and ted's bogus journey and the bug so the new number 45 what do you guys say to that yeah i, I think that's pretty yeah. good what do you think Jason? vw bug is okay. also similar to a game with slug bug yeah, okay. that's a good point yeah all right we did it that was, yeah, we did uh, we ranked uh, that it's, it's a hard thing to rank because there's nothing really like it on the list yet it's true so um we're not going to take a break i'm going to quickly play a few sound clips so n- recently i played sorry and also the next thing that we're going to rank with my in-laws kids Mm. they were hale who's seven almost eight emma who's eight almost nine and kai who's 11 and will be turning 12 on monday all right so happy birthday happy birthday kai we played both sorry and trouble which is the thing we're going to rank next which is also submitted by christy j okay so yeah this is the first clip this is us playing sorry sorry tell me your name okay and what are we doing Sorry. Yeah, we're playing sorry. Come on! You just wait. Part of the game. You'll get revenge, maybe. Hot pursuit. This does both things now because it gets him revenge and he gets to get closer. Uh oh. Hell, you got revenge. Sorry. You like sorry? Yes. Yeah. Do you like it more than eggs? No, definitely not. Yeah. Do you like it more than capitalism? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry from Parker Brothers. As you heard in the clip, everybody likes Sorry. Kai liked it more than eggs. Emma liked it more than capitalism. So after the game, we Hale didn't like it anymore because he lost. Uh, and Kai and Emma still like the game. So uh, next we played Trouble. Uh, to me, Trouble is kind of like it's a variant. It's like it's a very similar to Sorry. And right. as I recall. The gimmick of trouble, like the thing that makes it cool, is that there's a pop-o-matic bubble on which you can pop a lot of trouble. Pop-o-matic, you said. I thought you said problematic. You said pop-o-matic. It's problematic right? because the boarding yeah. cafe I went to, it was like jam. Someone was working yeah. it too hard. I think over and, a lot of use, the pop-o-matic thing will like stop working. Very oh yeah, well. and again, I I was incensed. You know, I mean, I yeah. looked around for someone yeah. to complain to, and I, you have to really lean on it. And it, it was like I'm I'm leaning on this thing. You know, it I'm might really be important to note that for our UK 
kids out there, it's known as frustration. And for those oh, really? Finnish yeah. kids out there, Kimball. You know what? Yeah. Frustration is a really cool game because that maybe that the popmatic bubble, the spring mechanism in it is harder. So the, the popmatic yeah. bubble is a spring, so that when you push down the dice, it's one it, one die inside. It's one die inside, and it's fully contained inside this bubble, and you roll it by pressing down. I kind of wish craps games had this, right? Because oh no, no way. I, I'm saying I like touching on those dice. How you gonna you gotta throw the whole bubble against the wall? I don't know. I teaching my son to shoot uh, craps, and then it was like, it, yeah, I say you have to hit against the wall, and then they bounce back, but then he's throwing them too hard. He's also trying to like just drop them so they land on the one he wants. He's trying to figure that out. Kids, if you're ever walking down the street and you look in the alley and you see a group of guys yeah. throwing dice against a wall. This happens a lot um, if you're a time traveler and you're going to 1933. Yeah. Ask your parents first before joining them. But yeah. they are pretty cool um, people doing that. Yeah, yeah. Guys, let's... So yeah, trouble. I think it's okay. It's like, sorry, but it's not as fun. Did you play the version that had the warp that goes through the middle? No. Oh, there's like a space warp. That makes it a little more fun. It's very similar gameplay to sorry. The only difference is that you don't use the cards. You use the die, which the only thing it has going for it, I think above. Sorry, it's got, it's got the problematic thing, which is problematic because it can break. But otherwise, gameplay it's very similar. Um, there's not as many, but not as though. fun, but not as good. Yeah, yeah, there's not as many different things that could happen. And again, like with those kids playing, no it, exclamation mark in the title. It's also win, derivative you, of an Indian game. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. probably the same one, right? But it's like if you no, win, a different one. Uh, if you win, you feel good, and if you lose, you don't feel good. Is it still that kind of game? Are all games like that? Yeah, I mean, it does have the reversal thing. I guess they're all like that. When are we um, gonna rank winning and losing? I want to rank those things. So you should submit it yeah, to a listener. We can only find a, a listener to submit that. Yeah, it's a good. So point. Uh, I, let me play this clip really quick. Uh, let me play it with the kids. Here we go. Okay, what are we gonna do next? You guys, were you playing trouble? Yeah. Hey, we're getting trouble. Yeah. You have to roll a one first. Oh, you have to roll a one first. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, six. Oh, hey, I got a one. Who won? And who was saying they were never gonna win? Who was saying they had no chance? One in like a million chances of winning. Tail. Do you have anything to say as the winner? I love this game! Do you like it better than Sorry? I don't. You don't know? Uh, Trouble's definitely Okay. I really do like Trouble, but then I won Sorry, so oh. I don't know. I like both of them. Okay, guys, thanks for playing. Neither Hale nor Emma could really say whether they liked, they liked uh, Trouble more than Sorry. Kai liked it more. For, for these kids, at least, that I played with this sample, Sorry came out on top. Uh, but anyways, we're not ranking them against each other. Do you guys want to just put, uh, although we're probably going to start with Sorry when we go to the list. Do you guys yeah. just want to go to the list? Okay, I would have to put this one below so, Sorry. It's kind of like a simplified what, version of Sorry. So it's like Sorry with a few of the turnabouts taken out of it, which were maybe my yeah. favorite part. Also, the pawns, I remember just being like pegs, and I didn't like those as much. The version I played. Okay. So here's something below Sorry that I think is also amusement adjacent is Jersey Shore at number 52. It's a location. It's a place where there's a boardwalk. Wait, wait what number is it? It's at 52. Oh, yeah. I kind of think it's going to be lower than that. I want to... Lower than because that? I agree. the Jersey Shore, you can play... You know that game where you fill up the clown's mouth, the balloon? Or, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You could, you, or you shoot the star with the little gun. Oh, here's a toy. 64, we got Nerf guns. Uh, Nerf guns are kind of fun, but... 
you know, they break. I got to fix them. I don't like that. Yeah. Part. They're similar in the way to the Popomatic bubble. Oh, good call. Okay. Let uh, me think. So Nerf guns are number 64. I personally think that I would rather play. I'd rather eat a seedless watermelon or sardines on Triscuits. 68 is seedless watermelon. 69 is sardines. 70 is Triscuit. These are, uh, we're getting so, to the part I truly feel lukewarm about. Like after. Okay. Is it specified that the seedless watermelons are non-GMO? Uh, we, we, we didn't specify. So that includes both GMO and non-GMO right. seedless watermelons. Um, I think that I like those even more than just because I like both types of watermelons, yeah. including seedful watermelons. I like spitting out the seeds. I like Triscuits more than Trouble. So, um, yeah. And peanut butter ice cream. Top ramen, I think, maybe is where it might. I would put this below really Top care. Ramen because there's some okay. real joy to me associated with Top Ramen. But the thing with the Top Ramen, like Treble, is it's kind Too of like sodium. a weaker a weaker version of another thing that, yeah. that I like yeah. more. I, I'm thinking now, I mean, Treble's okay, but I think that uh, there's Tommy Bahama shirts at number 74. Island Lifestyle, um, you know, and, and below that is Commando. So I think I can say that I would like Trouble more than I like Commandos, which is a type of person. You don't want like soldiers a... coming to your door. No. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Putting um, Trouble in at number 75, moving Commandos. That to works for me. What about you, Jason? That sounds great. Perfect. Okay. Cool. I do like that there's a physical bubble. It's a visceral thrill to push the thing, but it's not that much of a visceral thrill. It should shock so, you. It should play a sound. Yeah. So let's take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll rank Phil Sing. Oh. Oh, what was do you, my thing? Do you have a thing? No, no, no. I have a thing. If we can do it quick, yeah, I yeah. mean, that would be fine. Man, um, you're really cutting it close for the one. I just thought this other one would go faster, but there's a couple people who kept on talking. And... <laughs> anyway, Sorry, not sorry. Uh, oh, a couple people brought audio that we don't even get to hear. <laughs> Let's, we're going to be back in a minute. Okay, we're I got to cool down. I was pretty angry with these guys. Oh, good. All right, so, the, so the, the thing we're going to rank quick, and we got to leap into this because it's kind of a big topic. Uh, yeah. The game is Monopoly. It's a board game. Uh, yeah, I want to say invented in the 1930s during the Depression uh, by a woman. She was like trying to show the idea that that capitalism is sort of a rigged game and that uh, yeah. whoever holds the property is going to control everything. And yeah. that kind of plays out in the gameplay because it, it's not. Uh, oh, anyway, we get to it. It's made by I think also Parker Brothers. Am I right on this? I think so. Yeah, and uh, it, it's maybe the most maybe Hasbro, uh, but maybe one owns the other. Anyway, it's it's maybe yeah. the most popular board game out there nowadays, right? So and it has been for quite some time, if I'm yeah, not wrong. Yeah, and, and what's kind of fun about it, I'll tell you some things I like and don't like. I like how it teaches you about the geography of Atlantic City. So again, we have Jersey Shore on here. It tells you about yeah. Atlantic City, New Jersey. So I went to Atlantic City as a kid. Um, my father and godfather took me there and i said wow this is great it's just like i dreamed marvin gardens <laughs> yeah yeah there's a uh, there are hotels there wow you know yeah. although like what if you live on baltic or mediterranean in real life and yeah. and probably now yeah. there's been you know the neighborhoods have changed or whatnot over time um yeah. there's some stuff in it that is really cool to me like some of the art in it i really enjoy like the idea yeah. of winning second prize in a beauty pageant and getting ten dollars is fun to me because yeah. <laughs> yeah. there are beauty pageants in atlantic yeah. city and yeah but I'll say like, like with, the tokens, the pawns are really fun. That's my favorite I, I like part. Those everybody well, likes Who those. do you play as when you play, Jason? The coin purse. The coin oh, purse. Is that a new I think one? I, I don't remember that one. I think it's been around for a while. I play as the little... Um, Scotty dog. The little speeder or the Scotty oh, dog. yeah. I figured or the little speedster, the, the little car. I play as the top hat, the, and if not enough people are playing, I will be too, able yeah. to put the top hat on the Scotty dog. Oh, and it got, that's, fills that's them up. Fun. You know, the get out of jail free card is cool, and that's also like something that shows you how much uh, the game Monopoly has. Oh, people put talk about into get out of jail free yeah, cards. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just part of the regular lexicon. Now, there's big problems with it because as a yeah. game, first of all, it's a kind of game where if you have an older sister, she will cheat a lot. 
tell you right, she's not yeah. steal from the thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you don't slide a hand, it's like you could do a lot to help yeah. yourself. Tell or me about it. Them. I had or, two oh, cheating I, I, older sisters and a cheating cousin. Yeah, exactly. And and also like the way if you, the the problem with Monopoly is once you it's a boat kind of a boat race type game. Meaning like once one person takes the lead, it's really impossible. You're never going to catch them. There's only really yeah. one thing that can happen in the game to change your fortunes, and that's if they the other person builds up a lot and then they pull that card where they have to pay money for every hotel they own or every you know what I'm talking about they get assessed for yeah. repairs so like you would be losing at the game you can be losing at that game for 2 hours and it's just going yeah. on and on and you're just losing so you're as a kid you're like I'm I'm playing a game that I'm losing I know I'm not going to win and I can't quit. And meanwhile, my sister is gloating. She made a throne of all the money she had and sat on it. You know, it's like I'm sitting on my money throne. I, and it teaches you, I guess, about the unfairness of uh, of the system, I suppose. Maybe yeah. that's the whole point. We'll find something to link to in the show notes. But the story behind it is really interesting. Again, like Phil said, I think it had a different name when it started. And yeah, it was like invented by game. a woman to... Yeah, the landlord game, exactly. Yeah. And it was invented by a woman to demonstrate to people, kids especially, how monopolies are a bad thing. And it was co-opted somehow. And I think there might have even been people some... Yeah, it's a fun game about ruining, driving your friends and family into bankruptcy. But it also, you know, it teaches kids how to count money or, you know, it teaches you what a mortgage is or something like that, I suppose. And it teaches you how to play a game that could last up to three hours or even longer. And control your temper. And like, honestly, the game never ends well. It like never seems to end well. And it goes on way too long and there's no reversals. The most pressing question about all this, though, is... Does the Monopoly guy have a monocle? I think he does not, unfortunately. He, he doesn't in our universe, but there's another universe that some people come from where the Monopoly man has a monocle. It's one of those things like the Berenstain Bears or the... We'll touch uh, on that when we cover the Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but, but in our universe, he does not have a monocle. And also his original you, name was Rich Uncle. Oh, I thought he was just he was Uncle Moneybags. So do we have much more to say about it or should we just try to rank it? I, I mean, it's, I, I it's, don't like the game. I'm saying it right now because it, it never okay. well. Moneybags, you're right. But it contributed to our culture. People talk about it. People say, and oh, I'm, I'm going to take a community chest. It does teach you a lot of place names like Park Place and various names like that. People know those names and they have a connotation to them. It's weird that it's such a popular game because it's it's not a game that I really like to play or that I'm rushing to play. No, you know? no, one, it, no one like... It doesn't involve a lot of strategy. It's mostly luck and if you get ahead and a lot of cheating in your head and a lot of cheating yeah just like so, capitalism uh, yeah you, which is kind of where oh. i think it belongs is on there so it's capitalism like, is at number um it's at number 94 out of 105 is, so it's, look capitalism has also like um given us uh, language and think, contributed to our culture in lots of ways so it's, yeah, it's yeah. like they say there's no ethical consumption under capitalism but it's like there are things that uh you can experience because of capitalism you maybe couldn't otherwise the same with monopoly. Yeah, yeah. yeah like so, the golden girls it, version of monopoly yeah, exactly. You, oh, yeah, they're always doing these variants of one thing or another. You know, it's like they, they can't just let the thing be the thing. They, I feel like there's a fundamental like shame of the actual product with Monopoly because they're always trying to do like, oh, University of Oregon Monopoly yeah. or, or something like this, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. Or Star Wars or... Yeah, whatever it yeah, is. All these things. Yeah, so at number four, we got capitalism. I, I don't think... I honestly, because it's just an amusement, um, I, I think I would put it above capitalism. Well, but let's, I think the much. thing, that the, the, the one we, we can look at is Trouble, right? Is it a better or worse game than Trouble? Oh, you know what? You're right. So Trouble, where do we put? We put Trouble number at number 75. 75. And I think it's a worse game than Trouble. Like It is a worse but, game. But I will say that well, there's cool art in it. That it there's like a lot of, yeah. it reflects the era that it's from. It's got great design yeah. um, in general. like Mostly on the cards, like mostly, yeah. but also, you know, just the, the, the way the pieces look. Little yeah. diecast metal, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and Uncle Moneybags, and you know, like this. No, is I heard he's not called that. It's I Uncle heard he's Penny called Rich. Bags. Oh. Rich oh, sorry. Uncle Penny Uncle Bags. Mo- 
Rich uh, money penny. penny bags. Okay, so we he had uh, trouble number seventy-five. He what? Did he? That's one of the things he has to pay child support. Uh, it's like he uh, has to give her a sack of money or something. It's in the it's in the game. Oh, he does. Yeah, I just played it. Oh no, I think he has to. He give has to pay the hospital bill for his kid. Oh no, it's for another kid. I think. I don't know. A father should have to pay the hospital bill for his. Oh, kid if you if, so, if you have a kid or you have mother, to buy money to give cigars to everybody, or there's something like that. That's it. There we go. That and that makes a lot more sense. Although, um, kids uh, don't smoke cigars, smoke especially cigars. In, in the delivery room where someone's giving birth. Which is where you should be if you're. Uh, uh, if you're a newborn baby, old. that's where you should there's be. There's one yes. exception: Baby Herman no, from Roger Rabbit. He's not a baby though. He's just a uh, an old man that looks like a baby. So let's go back to this. We were looking at trouble at seventy five, right? Yeah. And it's worse than trouble. Um, what do you think, Jason? I, I'm right at number 75 as well. Mm. Honestly, everything's hard to put below or to put anything above Tommy Bahama shirts. Because they're so fantastic. That's right. They're so they they Tommy so Bahama shirts is number 74. So we've already established it's going to be below trouble. So yeah. the question is how far below trouble? Well, I would say maybe once you start to get to the problematic section, you yeah. get to uh, Barry Bonds, the baseball player. Yeah. Who's kind of a mixed bag, right? Like yeah. uh, a prickly human being, often described as surly, et cetera, but also was mistreated in many ways, in a way that the same way right. that maybe this game was mistreated uh, because its original message has been, it, it, we're so intent on not uh, receiving its initial message, right? Yeah. I would put it maybe right above uh, Barry Bonds, above zipper jeans that you wear without any underwear, which Below is Below zipper dangerous. jeans, no underwear. Yeah. I'm good with that. Are you good with that, Jason? I'm good with that. Sounds great. Right. So we get uh, Monopoly. The board game Monopoly goes into number 79, uh, moving Barry Bonds to number 80. And we'll take a quick break and okay. come back and do the thing Jason brought. Okay, we're back. Uh, Jason, what did you bring? I brought... A submission by mega listener Thad. The topic is video games, or as I like to call them, video games. Video games. games. I'm just going to throw out some video games that are top tier for me. I'm going to go with Battletoads. Oh, that one's difficult. Could you get to the end on that? No, never. Oh. yeah. I don't think I ever got past the level where you're on the wave runners i know what you're talking about battle toads jake if you're not familiar it. with it it's like a ninja turtles but it's it's like, like the game is way too hard they later meet right double dragon and they have battle a toads okay. double dragon they have a mashup we got excite bike uh, so i'm i'm going based off of nintendo the yeah. basic yeah yeah NES. yeah that's a different era yeah okay. i started with so Intellivision. You, that was my introduction to video games all right all right in television yeah I, I i didn't have it but i was familiar with it i, I was jealous of a kid who did it was weird. Video you put these little pretty... plastic inserts in the remote, and that's how you controlled it. And the games were odd. Oh, I'm from the era of, like, I learned on, uh, I had an Atari, and I had a, a Commodore 64, and I had a, uh, what do you call it, Nintendo. So I'm from the 8-bit world. Like, I'm comfortable in an 8-bit environment. I like that 8-bit music soundtrack. I like the, I, I kind of like the simplistic. I like when it slows down and starts to chug when there's too many things on the screen. Mm-hmm. It, I'm, I'm comfortable <laughs> yeah. with that, right? <laughs> like, it, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, nice. I can really uh, get my stuff together and like uh, compose myself now because it's chugging. It's too Do you much. Remember, Nintendo had the power glove. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know if well. I've ever actually worn one, but I but I'm familiar with it. It seems like it's not very good. It though. didn't work well. No, no they and, made a movie about it. Even and, I think. And now I've had some bad experiences with video games Idle where. Hands? I, there are certain games where no. I like them so much that I can't not play them, and I have that's to play them for my life. Yep, I've had the same issue. Um, yeah. That's why, for example, if you're a youngster, uh, your parents only give you so much screen time. Oh yeah, yeah. Because... For adults too, because I'm more, yeah. like 
the, here's my problem. I'm an adult now, and I'm working. I, I'm a, uh, a developer, so I'm working on the computer. But like yeah. one inch to the right of where I'm doing all my work is like I can just I have to move my finger just one little bit, and it opens up my favorite video game as a kid that I can play wow. anytime that I want. Right, and it's like there's a game I could play. It's Civilization, or it's Military Madness. Oh or, wow! Or it's uh, oh boy! Like, and those are there. They exist, right? I'm sorry yeah. to tell you this, Jake, because yeah, those, those can take over your life. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like there was a game called uh, uh, Warcraft 3D, where it's like I eventually had to just break it in half because it was it was killing me. Like there was it was like it was taking away my soul, right? So it's like yeah. I had to, and, and it would be like, I'd look up at the clock and it was like four in the morning. I, and it's like, I'm an yeah. adult. I have responsibilities. It's like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't do this to myself. And there's a problem. My yeah. problem with video games is that they're too good. The good right, ones yeah. are too good. And so they actually are, the good ones are actually more of a problem to me than the so-so ones. I don't know. Yeah. I also like Mario Kart. I wish that the bananas did something different than the shells. Because everything just hits you and you crash. A banana should make you skid out and, and, and hit the wall. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the bananas do. Yeah, that's a fun game. Oh, J- I, Jason I have, was going uh, through a list of games, though. Oh, I was naming my favorite ones. There was Master Blaster. Oh, that one's good because oh, you Master can get Blaster out of the really car fun, and yeah. go into the little zone. I had this one called Karnov. Yeah. That was... Yeah, Karnov was great as well, yeah. You're spitting fire. Sega Genesis game, yeah. right? Uh, I, I had yeah. that on... I think that was Nintendo that I had you it. Right oh, it Excite Bike was a great one. My, like my son likes that, that but I don't like it. Uh, RC Pro Am. Now RC Pro Am, I didn't, I didn't agree with, because the point okay. of RC Pro Am is it's a game where you're play, <laughs> playing a remote doing a remote control car. Why not just make them real cars? You know, why not make them be monster trucks? Because it makes the stakes lower. RC Pro Am has. But the stakes, it's already okay, man. It's already, you already know you're not gonna get in a car crash. What about what about when you hit the arrows in RC Pro Am? It's just like in Sorry when you get on the slide there. It's and you not as satisfying as going on that slide and to knocking me it's someone out. I do have a side note that there's a good article on the parallels between what capitalism can learn from Mario Kart based on what you were just talking about, Phil, with the banana and what it does. Oh, you mean like the blue shell? How like maybe we need a blue shell to like tax Elon Musk more to pay for our schools or what? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The well, blue shell, it, when it hits Jason, you, you... you sent me that link to what you're looking like at. It's like having to pay... And, uh, you got to pay capital gains I'll tax. I'll put it in the show notes and the kids can follow that link. Kids love uh, talking about capital about gains it, tax. Yeah. When you pay the capital gains tax and you're in first place, the blue shell hits you and then you're like, well, I guess... I, my possession has got nationalized and that's probably for the best for everybody although it's I, I have to admit it's disappointing for me because I was expecting to win the game uh, now I'm looking at Wario and Luigi look at me as they <laughs> pass me you know when Luigi gives you that look I don't play Mario Kart as much as you do oh you're familiar with it there's now. these games that you can get when computers were first starting out or maybe not when they were first starting out but when they were more accessible to people's homes there's one called Cannon Fodder that you would access through DOS did mm-hmm. you ever play that one yeah Wait, it was no. like a soldier game. Yeah, they were like lemmings, uh, pretty much. It was like lemmings, yeah. I, I think I played it, but I played one called Civil War, which was about you move soldiers around, you have them fight each other, that kind of thing. I would play as the blue side always, of course. I had a PlayStation 2 that I won off of a radio station contest. I got tickets to the Weenie Roast and a PlayStation 2. Wow. Yeah. Did you, what what oh, caller wow. number were you? I don't remember. Caller number 20. I think I, I remember I was... Going through an ATM at Bank of America with my mom. That rules. I had a cell phone. What was your favorite game on the PS2? I played a lot of Halo, but I liked mm. uh, the wow. Simpsons Hit and Run. <laughs> Is that it's like a driving? You drive around Springfield? Yes. I also liked uh, what was that game? The Vice one, Vice City, or oh Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Vice City. There you go. Yeah, you're not supposed. It to wasn't play in Vice City one. when it came right, out, yeah. but it was the first one. Yeah. That Jake, was a now what video game. games do you play? I do a couple of things. The only video game that I play 
um, lately is I, I don't even remember the name of it. It's a little game on my phone where you pop bubbles, but it's very simple. I play it while I'm doing other things, like while uh, I'm listening to podcasts. Is it like or you ever watch Rick and Morty? You know the dad on Rick and Morty is always playing this game where he pops bubbles. It's like a da- it's called a dad amusement. It's, is it? It's probably like that because I mean, really, like it's just something for my eyes to do while I'm listening to something, and I, it's like the sticks. I don't care whether yeah. or not like I have no. I could I could walk away from it at any moment. I could throw it away. It's just something that like satisfies that part of my brain but you've had experience with games where you would play like a strategy video game and it would take yeah, yeah, over those, your yeah. brain yeah 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 like uh, the way i just can't play them anymore in fact in general like i don't keep video games around the house i won't allow them to get started that makes um, sense like i'm like, trying to eat right so i don't only, have yeah. i don't put chips ahoy in the cupboard you know i don't buy them yeah, because exactly. there's only one it's way they're getting like out that. of the house Right. And video games, it's like if I have them, I just can't. So so my son will be like, uh, let's play this because he likes to play. Uh, what do you call it? Minecraft or Roblox and things yeah. like that. And sometimes I'll watch him play. And I'm like, that kind of looks like fun. But I, I just can't. It's like a part of my brain. I can't really let out because yeah. It, yeah. It, like it, it won't be able to rein it back in. And so my main problem with games is that they're too good. They're too addictive. And also, like, they're not real. Like, reality yeah. is kind of boring. And yeah. I worry that like I mean everyone worries about kids playing too much video games I suppose but like it I don't know it's a problem because real life it like has to compete with it and real life is not as fun yep, or, or not meant true. to be fun real life can be real is actually more fulfilling and whatnot but it's like it's not designed to keep you going and keep you excited yeah, Jake yeah. also knows my struggle with South Park's phone destroyer yeah. video game wait South Park what phone destroyer it's and an what app happens you, can you get destroy your phone. a phone yeah you go after new kids and beat them up with South Park characters and I, before Jake says it let me say if you're uh, children uh, listening to this or any minors, it's not a good idea to go and attack people and, and beat them up. It's true. I wasn't going to say that. Um, well, you were thinking it. Jason's probably been playing this that game the whole time we've been talking to him. You would think, but I, I'm trying <laughs> so, to wean myself off of it because as so you were saying, Phil, you... like containing that part of your brain is very yeah. important. And I've gone a long time in my adulthood without playing video games that South Park is kind of breaking down that. But I used to have to go to an appliance. Now it's like I have a phone in my pocket Anytime I want, I could be playing this video game. So, and, and they're all, the, like every, there's an emulator. You can get all the old games, you know? And, yeah. and it's just like, it's not good for me. So that's there's, why I'm going to, I think these are going to suffer on the list because of that when we rank them. To say some good things about video games, you know, there's been times in my life where playing video games at home with a group of friends oh, yeah. um, has been really fun. And also, like, I remember playing Virtual Fighter 2 at the boardwalk in Santa Cruz, and me and my friends would go down. This is when I was a college age, which was like yeah. I was in my 20s. I mean, my friends would go down there every day if we could and put quarters in this game and play it and take turns and be playing against each other and all this stuff. And it's really fun. Not as good as pinball, but um, something that was really, you know, I think contributed in a good way to my life. Yeah, like as an activity, as a thing to do with others, it's yeah. cool. And and for example, like I said, like my kid plays video games with uh, my friend Victor's kid. And it's like they have a thing that they can do during quarantine together where they're chilling out and talking to each other and yeah yeah i don't know exactly you know what exploring virtual worlds together i don't know it, yeah. it's kind of interesting and, and it's like i'm not like a, a too moralistic about it i just mean for me personally it can be a problem did you guys right? ever play yeah. that video game plumbers don't wear ties no what is it no did you play the goose game What's the, the for nintendo switch i i know you can get it for other things the, the untitled goose game is the idea of a game is you're a goose my sister had a this, bad experience with the goose. Well, that's what the game's about. The goose is bad. You're a goose that is in a town, and you're just causing trouble to people. Like, you make a kid cry, you take his glasses, and you throw them in is the gutter. Is the goose running around, oh, chasing it. children, biting their hair, pulling it? Oh, yeah. You bite it, you untie a kid's shoelaces, and then he leans down and uh, to tie them, and then you bite him. While the goose is doing that, is the kid's hair that's getting pulled 
Is that kid's siblings laughing? That's you in the background, sister. Yeah, still. <laughs> but to this but day, but the goose game, it was like, I, I, what I like about it is, you know, for too long, I feel like video games are kind, designers are kind of trapped where they're like, you could do anything you want. Okay, race car driver, guy shooting people, yeah. or <laughs> yeah. a space pilot, or you know, what I mean, those are like the three things, anything you want. But those yeah. are the three things they always go to. And then yeah. finally, goose game is like, you know, what would be really crazy? Being a goose. What would it be like to just be a goose causing mischief to people? And and the way the goose walks is funny. You know, it kind of has a goose walk. It's kind of like Echo the Dolphin, but the opposite of that. Where <laughs> oh, because Echo, Echo the Dolphin like, is like, isn't it? Swims hey, around I'm going to use the vocabulary flips. word. Isn't Echo the Dolphin really didactic? Like, you're telling you not, to, you got to recycle and uh, 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 don't like eat dolphins and whatnot. Wasn't Echo the Dolphin sponsored by Coke or Pepsi? Oh, I think, does he chug a Pepsi? At, like, he jumps out of the water? And I don't he... think, you guys are thinking of a, the polar bear game where you wander around the Arctic looking for food. Do polar bears eat dolphin, Jake? I don't understand this. If they, they would if they could, but I don't think there's dolphin that far north. Okay. They eat the heck out of seals. There yeah. was a game on Super uh, Nintendo called Hotel Mario. And what does he do? He runs a hotel? Yeah, sounds fun, right? Is it like a management? Like it's lemonade a, stand? It's a puzzle game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, do you guys want to try to rank video yeah, games? Yeah, rank video games. Just, okay, because we can sit here and listen to video broad. games. It's very broad. Like, it's like Oh, books it is, or movies is, or something like that you know i i i, I yeah. bet we could rank a hundred well let's videos. find something that's a broad topic oh right i here do want to tell you what the hotel's name though is is club koopa resort wait so uh. mario is uh jumping on these turtles and then now he's making a hotel and he's taking their name they're probably working oh yeah it's messed he probably up. has them working there for him he even calls yep. it club koopa resort even though you're there searching for princess toadstool who's kidnapped by bowser again it seems like that's a pattern at this point and it also seems like i don't know like why is he running you think king koopa would run that i don't really understand much about the mario kingdom but why isn't koopa involved i i'm trying to piece it together jason and to be honest i, I don't really i don't really have the background in mario well, he world. then becomes a doctor dr mario well i mean um, it's probably not an md though the mario world version of uh tetris I love Tetris. Well, this category includes Tetris, but it also includes it. Yeah, the yeah. worst game you ever played. In many ways, the worst video game I played is the best video game I played. Like Tetris is maybe. Yeah, that's, a, maybe that's how I feel that. too. At number 54, we have The Sea, which is pretty broad. Yeah, um, it's deep. It, it has both danger and adventure. Um, and I think that's something that you know we could compare it to. That's at number 54. Yeah. I would put it um, below coffee, which I don't so even I. drink, but I... You know what? Okay. I would put it above coffee because I don't drink coffee. I would put it below coffee and above eggs. That for some reason um, okay. that looks right to me. That seems about. Yeah, right. I mean, so coffee was next. Coffee was fifty-five, and I, I'm I'm fine. I mean, I do like eggs quite a bit, but you know, I also feel guilty about liking eggs. So if, I think we those put, eggs um, come from chicken. I prefer eggs that come from yeah. mung beans. Uh, you know it's what true. I like is a dinosaur egg, and you you could pick it up and throw it like Mario. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Yoshi. A Yoshi egg. Yeah, yeah, Yoshi comes out of an egg. I love um, I love the motion Yoshi does to spit out the egg. Well, he goes like he, do? he sits on it, and then it comes out of his mouth. That's oh, weird! Of, that is weird. <laughs> Doesn't he sit on it? So, like he sits on him, and he like burps it up, and, and he it goes explodes like, out. Yeah, or is he sucking it in and then spitting it out? Or is that Kirby? Oh yeah, it's a similar mechanic to Kirby. I wonder yeah. if they're cousins. I bet it was like. And if Kirby uh, knows Jigglypuff. Was gonna, yeah, it was originally going to be. Oh yeah, Jigglypuff is a good point. We got to rank all the um, Pokemon. <laughs> We should just have Eventually all Pokemon we will, episode, yeah. man. Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe the next family-friendly one could be that. Oh, yeah. Well, it could be family-unfriendly, and we could just sit here and be true, cursing about true. them I also do time. want to get into the that's seedy true. underbelly of the Pokemon universe. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, do they eat the Pokemon? That's the big question. Because uh, that's the only animals that are around, and the people, I mean, they, they eat, they're eating food that it seems like... Uh, it's dubbed in the English, so they, they, it's obviously like sushi of some kind, but like they're living by a place where a bunch of Magikarp live, and so they're probably eating the Magikarp. 
My son says no, that I'm wrong. I, how can I say such things? But I don't know. Oh, say video uh, games. So, yeah, so video games. Number 56. So, oh, so yeah, that we've done it. I, I didn't ever think we'd get to do it, but we did it. Um, and to be honest, I'm proud of the three of you. The three I mean, the, of you. There there's me. another one of us? No, I mean, me. I'm proud of oh, us. I'm proud of Me, Jason, the Holy Spirit, and you. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, thank you for listening to every dip da dip da dip thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Go to every dip da dip da dip thing dot net for the updated list and show notes where we fact check ourselves, give further info on subjects we talk about. Uh, if you have something you'd like to add to the list of everything, email it to us at every dip da dip da dip thing dot net. That's right. We want to hear your suggestions for things to rank or comments or encouragement or whatever you want to say. And our email address is list at every dip da dip da dip dash dash n thing dot net. So we're on Twitter at every dip da dip da dip tweets and Instagram at every dip to dip to dip thing pod. And you can suggest topics there as well. By the way, um, this word that starts with D is the word that's in our title. So everything we just said, um, you know what? Just look in our show notes and there's, that's where you can find the links. Um, yeah, you could say, yeah. oh, can, are we allowed to curse on this? No, we're not. Uh, you can subscribe oh. to the show uh, wherever you got this episode. Our theme is by Jade Puget. Oh, <laughs> if you enjoy the show, please rate and review it wherever you got it and recommend it to a friend who would like it or a friend who wouldn't like it. It still counts. And we say cha-ching. Yeah. And if they're, if you're ever submitting anything, um, kids, uh, parents, emailing us or whatever, just let us know if you specifically want it to go on one of our family friendly episodes. Uh, we'll do more of these in the future. Um, and thanks for listening. Should we have a specifically family unfriendly episode? Yes. I think all the other ones are. But they're not like explicitly so, all right? Body, racy. Yeah salacious you got your thesaurus out jason <laughs> i saw you. jason was like uh-oh what's another uh, i couldn't think of one either though i, I was like uh, i i know i know another word for this so the kids don't learn those words uh, not yet well those words are great words we could I rank suppose. blanche from golden girls and jessica fletcher from murder she wrote wait is she really body and salacious oh she's so mm-hmm.